Jamie is here today on our takeover. Morning, Jamie. Good morning. A Hedonian dining, is that right? Yeah, Hedoni. Um, so, Hedoni is the Greek goddess of enjoyment and delight. <laughs> ah. um, so, which is the, the root of the word hedonism in English. Ah. So that was the idea. I wanted to call it hedonism, but there was a, a couple of other businesses in, in food that were already called hedonism. So then I went with Hedoni. So we're talking about my favorite subject on the show today, which is about food. Um, your passion for food, uh, f- which we'll get. Okay, so this isn't what you kind of went to university. Tell us what you did. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. So I did aeronautical engineering at university, um, which couldn't be more different to what I do now. Um, and then after uni, I went into investment banking and private equity and did all of that for a number of years. And actually, I really enjoyed it. I, I had a good time and I learned a lot. And I learned about business and how to set up businesses and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, but I eventually realized that that wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And then I sort of went back to my childhood. And the reality is that actually from a young age, I've been really interested in, in food and fine dining. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate that my dad is a foodie. Uh, so I was exposed to that from an early age. And my mom tells me I used to write menus and um, sort of had this idea in mind about maybe opening a restaurant someday. And finally, uh, a few years ago, I felt like I had the time and the space to to sort of dive into that. It's funny, isn't it? When we're we're children, you ask a child what they want to be or whatever, and they give you an idea or whatever. I I, I don't remember saying to my mum and dad, oh, I want to be on the radio. I didn't ever do that. I wanted to repair caravans. I never did achieve that. <laughs> but there you go. So You, you still could. You well, know, I we still could. could. <laughs> Perhaps I need to think about that. But there you go. Uh, so this is where you are now, for instance. So how long have you been in this current role then that you're doing? So I've been doing the events in its current format, uh, which I call Chef's Table, um, for two years now. Uh, and the way it works is that people actually come to my house and I have an open plan dining kitchen area. Um, so it's very personal. It's sort of an intimate environment, um, but very social as well. Uh, I do it for up to 12 people, and they sit around a communal table. Uh, and the nice thing is they get to meet everybody else and they get to chat. So it's very social. It's fun. It's relaxed. Um, I get to tell them about the food I've cooked for them. And they get to ask me questions, um, sometimes about my background, sometimes about what they're eating. There's so, no there's no squabbling at the table like come dine with me then? No, I, I try to avoid that by, uh, you know, <laughs> making sure that by the time the event happens that everything is, is organized and is, you know, um, done properly. But, um, but it can get quite noisy, you know, because people get, ch- it's unbelievable, you put 12 people in a room together and sometimes it's six couples and sometimes it's a group of four and a, you know, a, a group of six or whatever. But people just get chatting. And then it's a small community here. Mm. And they realize they know people in common or they have things in common. Um, and we bring out food. And they bring their own drinks. So it's bring your own. Right. Um, and there's no additional charge. Um, yeah. And, and I've made friends um, through these events. And I'm new to the area. Uh, so in that way, it's, it's, a, it's a really lovely communal thing. Well we, well, we saw you on Facebook and I was like, right, I've got to get this guy in because I think it's something that will be an interest to everyone else. And something that possibly is fairly new to people, for instance. It is. Um, 
In London, there are a few what you know we call supper clubs. So you actually go to someone's house and they cook for you, and there are all sorts of different types and styles and cuisines. Um, I don't know of anyone quite in this format around here. Um, there certainly are very many, um, but it's I think it's just a lovely way. I mean, for me as a chef. Uh, I did work at a couple of restaurants only for a short period of time. But the one thing that was really missing for me is actually meeting the customers and actually having that interaction with the customers. You're sort of stuck in the kitchen and then you tell the waiters what you've cooked and then they go and tell mm. the customers and then they relay the feedback. But I just wanted to create a format where actually I would be there one-on-one with my customers and we could have a dialogue about food or about whatever they want to talk about. And, you know, this has given me that, that forum, uh, essentially. Right. Uh, what's the most interesting thing that you found out about one of your guests, but not naming any names? Can you tell us a story? Yeah. Um, there's probably a few, actually. <laughs> right, okay. Just to use one of them. Uh, we'll go with one. So one of my guests, um, who's actually since been a number of times, and actually we've become very good friends, and they've invited us over for dinner, um, she turned out to be a poet. Right. Um, she she was uh, a nurse for the NHS for many years, but she's really into poetry, and she's absolutely brilliant at it. Um, and that night, we were serving tartatin for dessert, um, apple pie. Um, and she <laughs> said, "Well, I'm actually a, I'm actually a poet, and I actually I wrote a poem once um, about tartatin." <laughs> and and she got up and she she recited her her poem and a couple of others. Right. And it, it was just wonderful. Um, the poetry was great, and it was, it was just the spontaneity of it, uh, which I think everyone enjoyed. I think that's probably what you love about your job, what you find out, and also being able to chat to the guests, where usually, as a chef, you don't get that opportunity. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And that just makes the experience so much richer for, mm-hmm. um, for me and also for them um, because they get to meet the person who's just cooked for them. Um, and understand, you know, what, what they did and why they did it that way. Because your guests are learning at the same time, aren't they? You're learning something about them, and they're learning something about Absolutely. you, the chef. Yeah, it goes both ways. Mm. Um, and that connection, you know, and I think that's so important these days, especially after COVID, you know, that, that being able to connect with the people who you're serving and, and to be able to serve um, your customers and, and the community in a way, I think is really enriching, and I think... It's, uh, it's a key part of life. How does it work then? Uh, you open your house. You kind of get people into your particular house. How many at a time are we inviting in? So I can do up to 12. Yeah. Um, most events are full. So we have 12 people around the table. Mm-hmm. Um, guests are invited to arrive usually quarter to seven. And they have an opportunity to meet other guests and have a glass of something. They bring their own drinks. Um, and then typically around seven o'clock, we'll sit down. I introduce myself, um, tell them a little bit about how it's going to work. And, and then I talk to them a little bit about the dishes and why I'm serving those dishes and what I've created and the ingredients I've used. I do try and to the greatest extent possible to use ingredients that are in season and also that are local. We're blessed in Hampshire with, um, incredible ingredients and, since I moved here a few years ago, um, I've been taking the time to to get to know them and understand them and, and work with them. Um, and then dinner takes 
nearly four hours. Um, so usually around 11 o'clock, people go home. So have they decided what they want beforehand, for instance? So you no, know? so that's, that's the thing. It's a surprise tasting menu. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a five-course tasting menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we start with a couple of snacks, amuse-bouche, um, and then we do bread and butter, and we make our own butter at home, uh, turn our own So you make, are, you, are you making things with them there and then sort of things, or you, do you have lots prepared? Yeah, a lot needs to be prepared in advance, and, and that's something that once you sort of spend a little bit of time in the industry, you know, you understand that actually just thinking about the whole workflow about, you know, how, how are you going to get everything ready for the meal, which in the industry we call mise en place, you know, just everything in its place and everything ready. A lot of that work's done up front. Um, but, of course, there is still a lot that is done. Preparation um, is key, isn't it? It is, yeah, for most things in life. Most um, things, yeah. But particularly in, in cooking because, you know, it, it's a hard deadline um, with cooking. Your guests arrive and you've got to be ready. You can't postpone it. <laughs> so you've, so do you've you, got to be ready. Does, does your kitchen sort of have, have loads of sauces prepared, for instance, that you've kind of mixed together in different blends, for instance? Yeah. So I, you know, all of my stocks, I will um, make in advance uh, sauces. Um, and then, you know, the protein, fish, uh, meat that I'll typically cook in the, you know, at, at the time in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um some of it actually cooks over a few hours, uh, so some of it might already be cooking by the time guests arrive. Um, and then, and then the plating of it is, is actually quite an important element. And, and I typically work with a number of different elements on the plate. Um, and um, you know, for me, presentation is important. So actually, plating takes quite quite a bit of time. And if you're doing twelve guests, five courses, um, you know, by the end of the evening, you're, you're plating. Quite, quite a few dishes. Um, so I, I do have a couple of helpers that help me as well. I was going to say, is it you on your own? But you've just answered that question for me. Yeah, yeah. It's um, in the beginning I was doing, when I started out, you know, maybe I had six people, eight, and I would do it by myself. And then I'd be left over with this huge washing up pile at the end and this massive mess. And it worked, but it's too much and it's stressful. And I, you know, I didn't want to cut corners. So I want to make sure I have the time to plate everything intentionally the way I intended. Um, so I usually have two helpers uh, on the night to help me with washing, serving, and plating as well. So, Fab. Yeah. Sounds great. Might come along. Uh, you wouldn't believe that how much I watch those foodie shows on the telly. Are you a lover oh, yeah. of those foodie shows? Um, you know, I used to watch them a lot. And now I find it quite stressful watching them because... <laughs> I can't just I can't just take a step back and watch them as a piece of entertainment. Right. You know, I'm looking at what they're doing and then I'm taking notes and I'm coming up with ideas. Are you shouting at the telly, Jamie? I, no, I'm not. I, I, I do try and I do try and stay stay calm, but I'm shouting inside. <laughs> uh, yeah, I tend to internalize my uh, my stresses. Um, so I, I do watch them occasionally. Um, but yeah, for me, it's not, it becomes work. Um, do you have a favorite? Uh, I I do like MasterChef. There, there was one on Netflix um, some years ago. I think it was called The Final Table. Right. And they had the most incredible chefs from all over the world. Uh, they were some of these chefs had you know Michelin stars, mm. um, and also the the judges on the show were were famous Michelin star chefs. So for somebody who was in the industry, uh, it was it was incredible to see some of 
you know, those those chefs on the show and then and to see what they could create with such a great palette of ingredients and, and all of that skill. Um, and I think they only did one series, which is a bit of a shame because, you know, I really enjoyed that. Do you think your what do you think is your biggest challenge when you are faced with 12 guests around the table? Um, you know, actually, by the time the events are happening, um, I've done all my creative work. I've done all my prep. I, I'm ready. And then actually that bit of it is more is more process driven. Mm. Um, and I'm a little bit on autopilot. I mean, I'm obviously very in my zone and focus and making sure that, you know, I, I, I'm very organized. I mean, I did say I'm an aeronautical engineer. So I, yeah. I have a spreadsheet. You know, I have my timings and just to make sure that I'm on track and I don't forget anything. But actually, it's the creative process um, way before that I actually find challenging. Mm-hmm. Also very rewarding. I, You know, that's a really important part of what I do. But, yeah, to, to create a new dish is is... Yeah, it's really challenging, and it's. I get really into it, and even my wife complains. She, she knows when I'm creating dishes because I just go into my own bubble, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, sometimes I'm not as pleasant during those times. <laughs> Sorry if you're if you're listening to this <laughs> wife. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sure she will be. Uh, so, if anyone wants to find out, I could talk to you for but uh, time is uh, pressing on. Uh, if anyone wants to find any more information and how they get hold of you, tell us. Yeah, so so the name of the company is uh, Hedoni Dining, uh, spelled H-E-D-O-N-E, Hedoni Dining. Um, and we've got a website, hedonidining.co.uk. Uh, obviously, lots of information on there and, and how to book and um, dates for our upcoming events. We're also on Facebook and Instagram, um, and in both cases, it's at hedoni.dining. Uh, so we're always posting things on there. Fabulous. And cooking. Fabulous. Um, I, can you come back again and talk food? I'd love to. Yeah, I really enjoy this. It's, <laughs> it's nice to be out of the kitchen for once. <laughs> yeah, it makes a change, doesn't it? But Absolutely. There you go. Right. Uh, we'll chat more with Jamie uh, in the next few months or so because uh, I love talking about food. Jamie, Look, for now, thanks for joining us. Look forward to it, and thanks for having me.